Hello and welcome back to Feast of Film. My name is Cole and today, joined by the OG himself, it's Jake. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Uh, love that. Yeah. The enthusiasm. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Super enthusiastic. Seems like you really, uh, <laughs> really happy to be here right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So excited. So excited. No, it is exciting. It is March 24th. That's like what? Less than three months until your wedding? Yeah, it's uh, 10 weeks. You hyped? You hyped? <laughs> I said that twice. <laughs> I am now. <laughs> that's right. He wasn't He wasn't excited before. If Megan, if you're listening to this, his fiance, that's not true. He's... <laughs> Jumping with excitement, but now he is super hyped for all the other listeners. So yeah, there you go. Um, I am still single, by the way, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> or sorry, <clears throat> lady. <laughs> the one person that list- which is probably Megan. So never mind. Uh, so mm-hmm. w- today we are watching your pick, one of your picks for the five feasts of film movies we want to watch this year from the beauty of the feast in our stars of the year part two had to look that up again just to remember what that thing's called mm, that's a good title yeah it's catchy yeah, super catchy it's yeah. super annoying to remember too so oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, we just last couple weeks ago actually we watched um or last week depending on when you hear this we watched back to the future for chandler and before that a knight's tale for josh and next week or a couple weeks from now we will be watching uh, the Karate Kid for me, so it we're getting through them. We're getting getting through at least one, and we're a third through the year. So I don't know if we're gonna get through like <laughs> most of them at this point, but we're, yeah. gonna, we're gonna try to get through at least maybe one more round. Okay, yeah. Then we'll just figure out what to do with the other three. Put them <laughs> on the back burner. Um, yeah. Too many movies are coming out this year. It's it's not it's a problem. So yeah, since everything was closed down last year, a lot of stuffs coming out. Move moved forward, you know. Uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong's coming out, which which yeah. I'm super excited for. You know, because he, he's Cause, a big Godzilla fan. Yeah. And so we're going to watch that. Um, probably won't watch the first two before, but we will review those after. Just patience, you know. Yeah, because so, I'm sure most people have seen them. I would hope so. If they're going to listen to Godzilla vs. King Kong, unless they're just fans of the podcast, which in, in which case, thank you so much. Just keep listening. Right. Tell your friends. <laughs> Find me a wife. Just keep... <laughs> Tell, you know, single ladies, come on. It's kind of a running joke on here now. Yeah. It is now that I said it three times in a row. Mm. In two, literally under three minutes, I've made a joke about me being single. Okay, I'm done. Yeah, okay. Stopping. <laughs> so, <laughs> what are we watching today, Jake, for your pick for the Feast of Our Stars of the Year? We are watching the 2013 remake of The Evil Dead. 2013 remake of The Evil Dead. Um, we have both seen this movie, so it's another familiar feast for us. Oh, yeah. Which is not unusual. Um, with these, you know, favorite picks, we've seen a lot of movies together. There was a time where literally every movie, we watched the movie in the theaters every weekend together. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Like, what, maybe 20, 2018, wasn't it? 19? I was, talking, I was talking about, like, way back, like, with oh, parents. Oh, you mean with my parents. That was, oh, like, yeah, it was 2012 to, or something. Yeah, up to, like, 2015 or something. Yeah. Till I went to college and... But yeah, so um, once theaters open up, we'll go see some more. But you know, yeah, me, you, and old Meg, and oh, I don't, I don't feel com- comfortable. She's old Meg. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna start calling her that. I'm out. She's old Meg. She don't know what that is. Oh, jeez. So. Oh, 
Don't like, show her. I joke about it sometimes. I still do it. I still just do, do just that. Like, just out of nowhere. I'm old Greg. <laughs> just out of nowhere. Just, just when you see her next no time. no clue. When you see her next time. She's oh. old Meg. <laughs> There's old Meg. <laughs> These are her waters. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to have your children. Okay. <clears throat> Truth. Okay. So watching the new. <laughs> Well, this is I'm not sure if this is a movie podcast. I think it's like more like this is this is Jacob and his fiance podcast. This is dedicated to you guys this episode. Mm. This insanely gory movie. This insanely gory. <laughs> it's just a depiction of what marriage is going to be like for you guys, you know. Beautiful, bloody, cinematic, mm. really nasty. Yeah. Death till you part, of course. And right, so, yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so Jake, when was the first time you watched this movie? Obviously, probably not before 2013. I did not see it in theaters. I think I bought it on DVD as soon as it came out. So probably the end of 2013. Okay. Yeah, uh, I remember we watched it. Oh, I remember we watched Watched it it at at Courtney's. your, Your cousin Courtney's, yeah. Yeah. Um. Who lived in Florida, and she had this big theater room. Yeah. That Freaking was, sick. Had like a 130-inch TV in God, it. Oh, yeah. We watched that whole movie in there. It was awesome. Yeah, I remember watching it with you. I don't know. I feel like you might have watched it before that, but no, you bought it down there in Florida. Did when I we, buy it in Florida? I remember you buying it in Florida, I thought. Pretty sure you bought it in Florida. Hmm. Like 56% like, uh, sure. I thought, cause it seems I, like I watched it before we watched it in there, though. You might have saw it in theaters. I know I saw it before we did, in the before we watched it with Courtney. I know I saw it before then. You sure, you may, maybe you rented it. I might have watched it on the internet. Yeah, you might have rented it or bought it or something. No, you want to bought it on there and then bought it. In, well, it might have been on Netflix. Nah, not that soon though, because or, I mean maybe Prime. Yeah, maybe Prime. Maybe had Prime. It. Yeah, who knows. All right, well, um, so what what were your first expectations going into this film the first time? Like, what do you remember about, and like, what do you remember about thinking about this film going into it? I know we both are huge fans of the Evil Dead original series from the 80s with uh, Bruce Campbell. Almost forgot his name. <laughs> um, um, and so, like, that was kind of, like, started out as a underground B-movie that became, like, cult classics as the yeah. years went on. And then it just kind of it it left off with Army of Darkness. They had a couple games, which sort of continued the story, but and some comics. But there really wasn't much after that. Um, right. So going into this movie, what do you think? Like, what were you expecting? Well, I thought it was going to be more similar to the original than it is. Right. There's not a whole lot of similarities besides maybe the cabins kind of similar. Yeah. And of course, they have to bring a chainsaw in there at one point. And isn't the main girl's name Ashley? Is she? I can't remember. Maybe she's not. I thought she was. Because that's a guy and a girl name yeah. or something. But Which is yeah, an odd guy name. I just don't see a guy being named Ash. Ash, yeah, not Ashley. Like maybe maybe A S H L E E, but not E Y. Right. You know an Ashley? Yeah, I know an Ashley. Like how do they spell it? Like the girl one, L E Y. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. No offense to you. <laughs> um. He's a cop, so. Okay, well, no, certainly, <laughs> sir. No offense to you at all. Um, I feel like I know an Ashley too, who's a cop. <laughs> now that I think about it, like he's I, a f- county cop, seems like 
I've seen that cop. Maybe I met him somewhere. Like I haven't been to prison, but maybe I met him. <laughs> maybe like I saw him at like a school one time or something. I don't know. Right. You know, because he's doing something. I, who knows? Um. So but, yeah. You know, you, you didn't think it'd be that different than the originals. You're kind of surprised by that. I thought it was just gonna be kind of like a, you know, good graphics remake or something. Right. Did you expect and to see Ash at all in it? I did kind of. Yeah. At some point, get like a Bruce cameo in yeah. there, but didn't happen. No. Nope. I didn't expect it to be as uh, bloody and gory as it is. Yeah. Yeah. Because the original one's not that rough. Yeah, not the first one that no, I remember. It's been a while. They didn't have much of a budget. To, yeah. But. Uh, um. So after leaving the theater up till now, when's the last time you watched this? Ooh. A year ago, maybe. So, what are your thoughts on it now? Before we watch it again, like they may change after this viewing, but right now, what are your thoughts on the movie? I love it. It's you know, if I want to watch, like, hmm. He's giving me a face right like, now. It's like a <laughs> raising eyebrows, looking me straight mm. dead in the eyes, face, and oh yeah, and mm, yeah, you know, like there, a, so. if I want to see some well gore, <laughs> then this is I would watch this over Saw if okay. I wanted to see. Like blood and stuff. Okay. All right. Well, wow. Yeah. So that means it's gory. Yeah, I haven't seen it since we watched it. You haven't seen it since? Have not seen 2013? it. I might have seen a bit, bits and pieces for sure. I may have watched a video on it. I have not watched the movie itself since, I know. Wow. I don't believe. That's eight years ago. Well, it's going to change today, so. Hmm. Yeah. We're going to get back into it. All right, Jake. Yeah. Uh, finally, what do you think you'll give this movie at the end of it? I'd say a good solid eight. Good solid eight. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think I'm going to give it seven and a half. I'm okay. going to say that. Okay. Um, I expect it to be thrilling, kind of scary. We'll see. It's um, pretty scary to me. Yeah. Yeah, I remember it being pretty scary. But I expect to see some good stuff. Looking forward to it. All right. Well, we will go and uh, prepare the banquet. Or the the banquet has been prepared for us, sorry. Yes. At yes, this yes. feast. Mm-hmm. And we're going to chow down, and we'll be back after we watch the new Evil Dead. See you after the feast. And welcome back. Well, Jake. Mm-hmm. We just got done watching the new Evil Dead, or Evil Dead 2013, whichever one you prefer, you know? Yeah. Initial, without spoiling much, initial, just in a sentence, couple words, thoughts, after watching the movie again. Well, a little more disappointing than I was hoping. Yeah. That's, uh, but, overall, enjoyable. Yeah, I think I definitely agree. It was a little bit disappointing mm-hmm. for me. Um, definitely had that Evil Dead vibe that the old ones had of like, I feel like it's an homage to other movies. I feel like it's not taking itself as seriously, or at least I think. I don't know. This one feels like it could have been trying to and been trying uh, too hard. Yeah. So let's jump into the plot First, we start off with um, this girl in the forest. She'd be creeping around. We don't know what's going on. She could be a bad guy or something. Yeah. Um, but she's actually hiding from some people who kidnap her, um, and they take her and put her in a basement, lock her up. 
Um, and this basement is actually the basement of the cabin where the whole setting takes place. And uh, it turns out her father, who I'm pretty sure is Professor Nobi, who's a doctor in the series, who usually is the one who originally unleashes the evil upon the cabin, the place, or, you know, stuff. Right. Um, but it doesn't it doesn't tell us, per se, in, in, in that, that it's him. Mm-hmm. Um... Apparently the girl killed her mom, or killed, yeah, killed her mom, his wife, so that's his daughter, and they're going to burn her alive to purify her of the evil inside of her, and they do, which I guess doesn't burn the whole cabin. Oh, wait, they, they burn her against the pole, but still, I mean, I guess they put it out, but... Right, yeah. You know, you're burning a really old wood wooden cabin, so... Yeah, it'd probably catch something else on fire. Maybe Maybe they rebuilt the top part. Because we only see the basement. I mean, it's not explained, but maybe they rebuilt the top part, but the basement was there, and they just never knew. Yeah. Um, but as she's getting burned alive, she turns evil, and he has to shoot her, blow her head off with a shotgun. Which, I just... Maybe that's like... I don't know. It's weird how he just shot her with a shotgun, like blew her head off when they were burning her alive, because... I feel like you only had to do one of the three things and maybe like it disrupted yeah. the process. That's why she was still kind of stuck in hell. Could be. Who knows? And then we get like this huge cinematic viewing with these trees and cars and we get the like, you know, it just kind of pans off to this teenagers in the woods and there's a doggy. <laughs> and so basically, uh, these teenagers are here. Um, Mia is this girl who has come, she's been brought out to the woods by her friends and her brother because she is a heroin addict and she's, they're trying to break her off of it cold turkey. And so you have her brother, David, who she hasn't seen in years. His friend, Eric, he hasn't seen any of these people in years, but um, Eric was his old friend from high school who's kind of a nerd. Olivia, who's this girl who I think had a thing with David, it's like hinted at very early on and never addressed again. Yeah. Because she kind of acts like, oh, I like David. And then it's kind of like brushed off. And then we have a. L- what was the other one's name? The blonde girl. Did we? Did you looked it up? Right. I looked it up and I already forgot. And then you have um, what's his name? Eric. Yeah. Yeah, he's like the I guess the. It's so like the characters look, kind of, from the seventies eighties a little bit maybe. Especially Eric and um. Well, his girlfriend's name, which I already forgot. But, uh, yeah, he's the one with the... Natalie, right? Yeah, there you go. Okay, yeah, it was Natalie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. David's Ooh. girlfriend. Her name's Elizabeth in real life. Hello. <sighs> okay. I like the name Elizabeth, okay? Yes, I know. Everyone knows. Everybody Everyone knows. should know. Yeah. So, does it ever explain how they're all friends, or... They're just old friends from high school, but David moved off to get a job in Chicago, I think he said, somewhere. Okay. Um, He goes to get to a garage. I don't know if he meets Natalie there. They end up dating, but apparently Olivia knows Natalie. Yeah, I I forgot. I don't, I'm not sure. So, um, maybe they moved off together and to get a job, and they were dating and stuff. Like, oh, Olivia's like, they're still a thing. But... They've all come out to this cabin because they're old friends. They're going to help. And Mia apparently asked them to help her quit heroin. And, um... Yeah. Olivia, I think, is a nurse or something because she has the medical stuff. She, she has the ability to get this 
the narcotics that would like, you know, sedatives and stuff that'll help me uh, through this process. Right, yeah. And that's basically the real big premise at the beginning. And they're kind of like walking this old cabin that used to be uh, David and Mia's father's. And da- Mia hasn't seen David since he left, which was years ago, apparently. And uh, this used to be a family cabin they hadn't been in. And their mother died when, a few years before, probably maybe quite a few years before. And uh, David didn't ha- didn't actually make it there. And so Mia's kind of resentful about that. She holds some... Um, I guess she's kind of upset at him for that. Yeah. But anyway, they go in the cabin. Uh, instantly, there's like a stench of some sort. I wonder what. Um, mm. I wonder. I, I wonder for real. Like, did it really stink? Mm. Or just maybe it's probably old, musty, musty cabin. You know, yeah, probably just like mold and stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's an old cabin. You haven't been there in years. Yeah, no one's been there in years. So, so you think? <laughs> um. So they they end up going to this going inside and Mia ends up kind of talking about her mom. Dave's like, I think you need to be thinking happy thoughts. And she's like, mom is a happy thought. And then she starts talking (laughs) about like, you know, why weren't you there? Why did, you know, talking about last days in the hospital before their mom died. And he's like, I wish I could have made it. You know, I was in a new job exposition. Why he's not there. Blah, blah, blah. Do you remember how they get into the basement? I know they find it, but I can't remember like how it's discovered. The uh, dog starts like clawing at the door under the rug, mm, and okay. they just discover it. <laughs> okay, yeah. So they end up going into this basement, which has like a lot of blood stains at top. Not sure if that's like yeah, good. It's a little, it's a little, little, little suspicious. Well, yeah, a little, little sketchy. And you know, smells getting worse as you go down. Yeah, yeah. It's probably not a good thing. Probably not a good sign. They walk into this basement and there's like a well, doorway, right? The yeah. normal basement for the most part, but then there's mm-hmm. like a door. Walk, yeah. Walk through the door. It's like a cellar. And then you go in this doorway and there's um, a bunch of cats hung up. Yeah, it's a bunch of dead animals hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, like yeah. owls. Eyes catched on, I think. Something, sure. something like Maybe that. Maybe they were just rotted so bad. I think yeah. they were just rotted. They were just hanging there. Like, oh, this is the smell. And that was the smell. Yeah, that'd, that'd probably do it. Yep. And um, Mia, by the way, is like freaking out because everyone has already talked about she's going to try to leave because they've done this before and she always breaks and always goes back to using. Yeah. So they're like, we're not going to let her leave this time. We're not going to leave no matter what, which is obviously not helpful for this movie. Yeah, that's not. uh... Um, Because, well, you'll see. And so (laughs) Mia... Is like already screaming and cursing and wanting to get out of there, and they're like, "We're not, we're not going to leave." But then they go down to the basement, and uh, Eric stumbles upon this black covered book. Black, it's covered with like a trash bag or some kind of yeah. sheet, and uh, has like barbed wire around it, which is always a good sign of a good. <laughs> yeah, read. Yeah, that's always just like that. That's that's going to be a good read. When you go to your local library, mm-hmm. you always pick. You the look book. for the barbed wire yeah. in the basement. Books. Yes. Yeah. With barbed wire, oh, yeah. black... The library black, basement. Yeah, yeah, black plastic around it. That's like the least creepy place I could think of. Yeah, for real. Like A library it's, basement. It's inviting, really. Mm, yeah. It's, Especially when it's very dim, yeah. not well lit. Smells like mm-hmm. dead animals. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it's just a great place to be. Oh, yeah. It's just just like here. Mm. Being here at Feast of Film. <laughs> I love sarcasm. I love it, too. <laughs> Who's being sarcastic, though? 
Not me. I was no, just, I was no, just pointing. No, yeah, I was, I was just, just saying. Out. Yeah, sarcasm's great. It's but just a random thought that popped into my head. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like sarcasm. N- none here. So there is this moment at the beginning of the movie, by the way, while Mia and David are first talking. She's like, "Oh, you're back." Before they go in, he gives her a necklace, and uh, she's like, "Promise you'll stay with me until the end," which is a uh, is something that we'll see later on. He's like, "Promise, hope to die, all that stuff." Cross my heart. Yeah. Uh, Eric takes this Necronomic spoiled it Eric takes this book out and uh, we we get so we get a lot of fake jump scares in this movie like it's throughout this movie there's like panning behind people there's quick cuts to like oh and there's like you know the loud violin strings going up when someone like turns around really quick and at first it got me a few times but after a while it just it it stopped like yeah you know it, it kind of got annoying honestly but this movie is constantly trying to think make you think it's going to jump scare you right so throughout this movie there's all these quick cuts and stuff like even when eric is reading this book which he opens up by the way um as mia is freaking out again like talk like walking around in the rain because she's having withdrawals and she can't do anything um eric opens this book and keeps reading about like sees a bunch of pages of a like blood written on like written on them this different language and then he like stumbles upon one page it's like he's coming for you he'll bring him he'll bring you to him or something like that he won't let you leave yeah he continues to read this book that is telling him all these things and it even said like leave this book alone yeah like don't read this He's like, I'm going to read this. Then he gets a paper cut. He bleeds on the page. And then I don't know how... There's like this one part on this one page that's like how you summon this thing, whatever it is. It's never explained. I guess it's the devil. Um, it, he kind of talked about it. He said it's like the devil, but it's I feel like, like... the taker of souls is what he said yeah. the name of it was. But um, He takes a piece of paper and a pencil and he does like the, the side sketching where you take the lead and you just kind of like rub it over yeah. the paper to get... Because someone had marked out on that page some some kind of incantation that said uh, let's hope I don't summon a demon here because I wrote it down Kunda Strata Montose Kunda and like you know yeah so and it's hmm. like as me is walking around you see this like spirit going like flying through the woods very which is, classic Evil Dead yeah which is always in every Evil Dead movie and the TV show and the games and probably in the comic books and everything else. Yeah. Um, maybe even in the musical, which apparently is a thing, which I'm going to have to look up now. That's, wow. Totally going to have to look up that. Probably have to buy it too. Uh, <laughs> listen to that. <laughs> so you know what, Deadites. Um, <laughs> but then like, as he finished incantation, it goes into Mia and she like just mm-hmm. vomits. Um, it, we think it to see it, this is a weird thing about this force it goes and then it just disappears and it looks like it goes in somebody but like wh- wh- does it like yeah you don't know did it, it just, just make her vomit like is it just some kind of like sickness I don't understand what this thing is I don't know like in Evil Dead 2 the mm-hmm. old Evil Dead 2 um, we eventually see it go into the forest and near the end it stick. do you remember that big demon blob that goes through the door of the cabin like breaks it all apart and ash has to fight it Mm -hmm. yeah i think that's it or it summons something i don't see it's never explained 
Maybe it is in the TV show. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to hard to say. But um, after she vomits, she looks up and sees the girl who was burned alive years before, just kind of hanging around. She's like, "Okay, nope, <laughs> I'm out." Kinda, you know, she's like, "I'm out." Yeah, peace, fellas. Yep. She uh, she like steals the key- car keys. She's like, "I'm leaving." Run, jumps out the window, drives her car all the way out there, screaming profanities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. F F F. I guess she's going down this yeah. road. Which, in all the other movies, the car just doesn't start most of the time. Right. Or it just, like, breaks down qu- quite a bit. You know, I thought it was going to get stuck in the mud, but she actually makes mm-hmm. it pretty far. But then she forgets. It's raining really hard, so she forgot to turn the windshield wipers on. Yeah, I don't know. And as soon as she does, she sees the girl again and runs off into a lake. Like, what, what's happening here? Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's an odd, odd thing. Yeah. So at this point, she's like knocked out. Yeah, sitting in the lake. Yeah, it's not 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 a lake, more like a little pond. Yeah, I mean it was hard to say. Like it's definitely not big, but it's big enough to fit a car. Yeah, it's it doesn't like fill up the car with water. Yeah, you could park your car there, but you won't. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. You can leave it there overnight. It'll be fine. Okay, a little soggy. Yep. So she tries to get out. So she gets out of the car. Yeah. And uh, starts to kind of like, you know, she's mosey not... around. Yeah, there you go. That's that's the word I that's was looking for. That's definitely the word. She's moseying around the car. Yeah. So she's trying to get to land. You know, kind of swimming through the water there. Mm-hmm. She turns around, and uh, she hears David yelling mm-hmm. in the woods, like, like Mia. Mm, yeah, like yeah, Mia. Mia. Where you at? Which I don't think it was David. It was, uh, <sighs> Ew, David. Ew, David. I haven't even watched Shit's Creek, but... <laughs> Is that what that's from? Yeah, apparently. Oh, I haven't seen it either. But, uh... Ew, David. So she's... She's looking, like, in that direction, and then just, out of nowhere, that girl stands up out yep, of the lake. She's like... Yeah. Like Swamp Thing or something. <laughs> A freaking... So, yeah. Got the creature of the Black Lagoon over here coming up. <laughs> Like. Swamp thing. <laughs> so she gets up, starts running through the woods, and trips over a vine. Mm, yeah. And falls into a thorn bush, mm. which is alive. Yep. Another callback mm-hmm. to the original Evil Dead, which had a, a scene where the forest took a woman, and I mean, if we're, gonna, if we're just being honest here, parents, probably not the best episode to let your kids listen to right now. Um, cover their ears at this yeah. moment. Just, just a warning because we're, you know. Disclaimer. <laughs> just a disclaimer here because um, literally the forest just, it, it rapes. In the old movie, it rapes the, the girl. Yeah. This one, it basically is the same thing except Kinda, it's, it, it, it makes it a little bit different mm-hmm. because it like, instead of just the forest, it's the it's the girl from the past. Um, yeah. We don't, we might have got her name at the beginning but We'll just call her Demon Girl. <laughs> but she vomits out a vine, which goes up Mia's skirt dress. Yeah. Very, very odd moment. Like, it's, it's one of the mm-hmm. weirder things about these horror movies, especially about the old one. I know that was one of the very controversial scenes. Oh, yeah. And so, of course, they would bring it back for this one because this movie's trying to be a callback, but also be, I guess, maybe a scarier, more... 
I think this movie's trying very hard to be shocking. Yeah, that's that's the word I was looking for, like a more um, shock value kind of movie. Yeah. So. Um, Which, I mean, if you're sensitive to this kind of stuff, seeing this movie would be kind of pretty rough, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, I mean, I can understand this being, uh, in all honesty, I can understand some of this stuff being kind of, trying to think the word. Traumatic? Traumatic, thank you. <laughs> Don't have my brain with me today, um, but then she's she's so she, so basically the evil is inside her now, yeah. and she is just found or she makes her way back to the cabin. It should cuss right to the cabin. I literally thought this was the people like her friends talking about looking for her, but they're like, "No, we found her." And I'm like, "She's back." When did she yeah, get I think back? she walked back. Yeah, she's still awake at this point. Like she's yeah. in her bed. And Olivia, the one the one who is kind of the nurse or whatever, she's like, I, I gave her, you know, she's like, I, I ha- can give her all the treatment here. We can give her to the hospital. This is the last time, you know, we'll be able to help her because if she ODs again, we're she's going to die. Um, Mia keeps, uh, David goes in there to talk to Mia, and Mia keeps saying there's someone there. She's like, there's someone besides us here. And he's like, you know, it's, it's there's not. He's like, besides yeah. you and me? She's like, Yes. And then, like when he leaves, she like it pans over to her looking in the mirror, and there is that thing, you know, yeah. like the demon girl in the mirror, like staring at her with those big <laughs> orange eyes. Yeah. Eric is continuing to read the Necronomicon at this point, like flipping through pages. He keeps finding stuff like that resemble what's happening to Mia. Um, yeah. Eric's probably not the best idea. No, I do think he's kind of the. The whole fault here. Yeah. He's kind of at the, at the, at fault for most of yeah. this. Yeah. Really all of this. Yeah, because if mean, you didn't read out of that, it probably wouldn't be. Yeah. Which, I mean, maybe the evil was leading him toward it. Toward it. Yeah, I think the it's kind of like controlling all the events going on here. Even if it isn't in control yet, I feel like it does have some power over that place, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, David is going outside to call for the dog. I th- he's, going out, he's, he's getting rid of the dead animals is what he's doing. Yeah. And he goes outside to look for their dog, and he finds the dog in a hole under the shed. Um, Basically, looked like he had been severely beaten with uh, what obviously was Mia with a hammer because he kind of gets this. He doesn't get a vision, but it's like he envisions Mia doing it because she's been acting right. so weird. Yeah. You know, she she's very, um, and he thinks maybe it's withdrawals or something. So he goes to find Mia, and she's actually in the shower, fully clothed, mm-hmm. with the water turning so hot it burns through the, I guess the water. I don't, it couldn't be the water heater. It doesn't make sense. The thermostat yeah. that would allow this controls like, water temperature. It's this isn't like yeah, it's something that the thing's doing. Yeah, and. Yeah, because in in the Necronomicon, get that hot from a <laughs> no, no. I mean, you could turn it hot, but it still scalded you, but not like yeah, it wouldn't burn through your skin. Like it was burning, <laughs> like literally giving her boils. Yeah, but I think at that moment she was trying to kill herself. That's possibility. I don't know. These are like signs, I think, of being possessed. Because the Necronomicon, as Eric flips through the pages, he finds the one with boiling yourself with water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pouring boiling water over yourself. Excuse me. I guess boiling yourself with water is also works, but whatever. Yeah. Um, and like 
David's trying to bust down the door, and like they're like, David, what's going on? Ew, David, stop it. And like, <laughs> sorry. And so he busted the door, and Mia's like scalding herself with like, he has to turn off the water. And they're trying to take her to the hospital, and she's foaming at the mouth. She's like got boils or burns all over her, scalded, and um, she's cut up from the thorn bush. Yeah. And so, yeah, she's like, he gets to the where the bridge is, and it is just flooding like beyond like you couldn't Mm -hmm. cross it it's as high as i think it took the bridge out it probably did the 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 categories (laughs) yeah and like as he looked david looks back like me is just kind of smiling yep and now all the friends are talking and they sit they sedated mia with like like literally cat what are you doing they sedated Mia with like God, enough tranquilizer. Hello, cat. What's happening right now? Like she's rubbing against me. Basically, enough to tranquilize a horse, which is always something people say. I don't know how much. I guess because yeah, it takes a lot to take out a horse. Mm-hmm. It's That's not. why they use horse tranquilizers. Oh yeah. Why not cow tranquilizers though? Well, it, I feel like it take more to take out a cow though. I don't know. They're already pretty lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to sedate them. Just stay there. Moke. Moke. Damn it. So now this is where things really start to get real. So we've seen a glimpses <laughs> of a few things. And Eric's like talking about, he's like, you know, Dave's like, it's going to clear up. We're going to get her out of here. And Eric, the guy who read the Necronomicon, is like, nah, things have not been normal for a while. He's like, things aren't just going to clear up. He's like, things are going to get worse. Yeah. No. Um, while this time, Mia is just slow, slowly, slowly sauntering in through the hallway. Uh, sauntering. With a, yeah, with a shotgun. Yeah. She's uh, she's ready. Yeah, she don't, look, she don't look the best in the world. No. Especially not with all her bones cracking. Oh, my gosh. No. Yeah. Sorry. So she's slowly, you know. David starts walking toward her like, you know, put the gun down. Put the gun down, Mia. Yeah. Like she's going to put it down. Yeah, I mean, you know. There's still a little bit of logic can be had in this movie at this point. It's like, the, okay, we can have some rational thought. Hey, Mia, it's okay. You can put the gun down. Right. But but you got to be thinking at one point. It's like, come on. Okay, she's probably not putting this down. Yeah. So she starts to slowly raise it. Yep. And shoots David in the arm. Yeah. Would you think she'd go for... Well, I guess they need a soul. Yeah, she's using one hand, too, with a shotgun. So it's kind of hard to be super accurate. I guess that's true. Um, oh, yeah. she Her neck does crack a lot. And yeah. then after she does this, though, like the door, that, that spirit force thing comes mm-hmm. through the door... And, like, you hear, like, some voice say... We'll take you one by one or something. We'll take you one by one. And then it says, like... Then Mia's like, you're all gonna die tonight. Does she... She does not do... That was in the trailers, but it wasn't in the movie. We're gonna get you. Like, when she's... Oh, yeah. I wish they had kept that in. That's good. I like that. That's one of those stupid things they do for trailers to really grab you, and then they just don't... I know. why, Why? Why? That... That's not a scene that would take away or like you could throw that in there. It's literally two seconds. I know. Why would you trash that? 
Awesome. It's creepier than all the other times that she's around being yeah. her in this movie. Like that weird look she keeps giving. <laughs> <laughs> the freaking invisible man girl woman look. Like the just wide eyed like stare like oh. Yeah. With and her it's like from the side too. Yeah it's a side stare. Um, Mia then jumps on Olivia uh-huh. the one friend and vomits just all over her projectile vomits. A mm. um, lot of gore effects in this movie. Oh yeah. And then it kind of cuts to the bathroom. They they lock me in the basement. Um, Eric does actually. He locks her in the basement. Yeah. Because you know David's shot. Natalie is kind of. I think she's helping David. Olivia is being vomited on. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So Eric is the only one who kind of knows what's going on. So he locks her in the basement. And uh, then it just shows Olivia in in the in the bathroom. And this is one of my. Favorite scenes. I'll let you tell it. Mm, yeah. So, well, she's wiping the blood vomit off of her face. Mm. Doesn't like a good blood vomit to really get the get the flood blowing. What the blood flowing? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> the flood blowing. <laughs> that was not intentional. Oh. Gosh. <laughs> what is okay. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> so she starts to like, you know, head back into the living room and then she just stops. Yeah. And she just starts, you know Well Well, first of all in the m- in the mirror mm-hmm. it slowly like shuts and then you see it's like a foreshadow thing. Yeah. She's looking for a needle because they're they're like, we need to sedate Mia. Yeah, and then we're going to put more tranquilizer in Yeah, so she's frantically looking for a needle, but go ahead. And she sees herself, but with like her face you know, sliced open. Yeah. a lot. Like sawed in two, but then the mirror cracks and she, you know, starts to head back into the living room because that would scare me too. <laughs> And she gets, like, stopped in her tracks. And it seems like, at this point, she's getting possessed by whatever whatever, whatever yeah. its name is. And so, she pees herself. Yep, because that's, so that's what, good. I mean... That's, that's always something you do when you get possessed. <laughs> I mean, I think it might actually be something that happens. I would assume. You know, I mean... Can't control your bodily functions anymore. Yeah. So, at this point... She heads back into the bathroom and slams the door, and Eric hears her. And he's like, hmm, I wonder if she's okay. Yeah. And so while Natalie and David are, like, getting the shrapnel out of his shoulder, Shoulder. he goes to check on Olivia Mm -hmm. and finds that, you know. Lights are off. Lights are off. She's in the bathroom. At the other end of the bathroom, of course, because she never, she would never be close to the door, right? Yeah, she's or in like the well lit room, sitting in the bathtub, just yeah, just chilling. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. And uh, so, I can so he just you know opens the door, tries to turn the light on, but for some reason, it's the the Urine ceiling comes off of it. Yeah, the so. light bulbs got the light bulbs peed on peeing. the light bulbs. <laughs> And so it's like this, it makes, 
it makes this effect of like you know the flickering light bulb type scene and so ladies and gentlemen do not pee on your electrical devices it's dangerous yeah that's why is it dangerous though it can travel through the current that the water makes and electrocute you that's why we don't pee on electric fences so it literally can just travel up the water. Yeah, well, because water is a conductor. As long as the water is like touching, as long as the it's a rest stream, of the water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. understandable. Yeah. So he goes, he walks over to her, which makes me wonder if like soda though is that a con- I get is it any liquid or is it just water urine because it's mostly liquid too. What do you mean? Like is is Pepsi a conductor of electricity? I would assume so. I'll have to look this up later. So he walks over to her, and you hear. The most disgusting noise. She is... So she broke the mirror, right? Yeah. And took a piece of the glass and is now sawing through her jaw. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and so she, like, you know, turns around and, like, her whole cheek is missing. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, that's good. And then just tries to, like, run away, but slips on her freaking tongue. Is it her tongue? Yeah. Okay, I thought it was just like she cut her tongue out. Gross. And he lands on the toilet and like kind of like I guess breaks a rib or something. He falls straight on his back. I mean, it's kind of like if you like got knocked on your back, probably knocked the breath out of him, but it looked like it hurt. That probably would hurt pretty bad. But so he tries to like get up, but she slams the door shut, and she's already up. Like she jumps on him. Stabs him with a shard of glass. Of course. And then a very violent scene of she grabs the needle that she was going to use Mm -hmm. to tranquilize Mia, right? Yes. And begins to stab Eric in the face and eyes with a needle. Thank you, Mr. Grinch. Yes. As you can see. As you can see. She. This little bit. Yes. Yes. And she's. I sound like the snowman from Courage. The snowman. Yeah. Yes. I don't think I remember him. That's very frozen. <laughs> I thought you sounded like the Grinch, like Jim Carrey's Grinch, like. It's like, I have to do something nasty. They do kind of sound alike, though. Do you not remember the snowman I from Courage? I don't remember the snowman. Really? I mean, it's been a long time since I watched Courage. Like, probably the last time we watched yeah. it. That's, okay, well, yeah, that's... So she stabs him in the eye and, like, in the cheeks and face with the needle. Mm. And he gets, like, a piece of the toilet. Sink or something. He knocks her off somehow. Oh, no, yeah, he knocks her off. She, she hits, hits her the head. Sink, I think. Because it looked like a piece mm. of zinc. He breaks off the sink, mm. slams her head on the tub. He yeah. thinks she's dead. Yeah. She's not. <laughs> and then he gets up. And pulls a piece of the needle out from under his eye. See, I thought it was going to be in his eye, and that would have been even worse. That would have been rough. But it wasn't. So I was like, okay, it's not that bad. It's like... That's still pretty... It's gross, but... That would, that would suck to have that. But imagine the eye, though. But yeah, then like, it'd be awkward, because he stays in the movie for quite a while. Yeah. But So she gets... She gets up. Not really up. She starts crawling toward him. Yeah. And he takes a piece of the sink... And just bashes, bashes her, her head in. Yeah. And so she's dead. And that's when David and um, uh, Natalie. Natalie come in and he's like, she was trying to kill me. 
one thing I want to say about this movie that I do appreciate is, you know, in these movies, these are supernatural-ish monsters. Mm-hmm. You know, they're at least possessed. So you think, oh, she she could take a head bashing and get right back up, be fine. You know, right. Or later on, you know, we'll see some of these other characters. They lose limbs, and mm-hmm. but for. It, what the cool thing is, is like when they lose these limbs, they are actually handicapped by them or something that would kill a person will kill these things to like blowing their head off. Right. Cause it's whatever the human body can take. Yeah. Um, and it may go back to the dismemberment thing. Cause you know, there's three ways to kill these things as Eric reads before, read before and tells yeah. David later. One is dismemberment. One is burial, live burial. And then the other one's uh, burning them at stake. Um, but yeah, so they're back in the living room. Um, Eric is, you know, pretty bad shape. He's, they're they're not in the living, they're in the shed or somewhere. They're trying to take care of him, pouring some, no, they're in one of the rooms. Um, and Eric tells Natalie, he's like, we need some sugar and water because he's bleeding out. He's still bleeding. We need to stop the bleeding somehow with sugar and water. Yeah. I think they are in the shed because Natalie goes back in the house and she's by herself. It would make more sense if they were in the shed because of what happens to Natalie and mm-hmm. why they don't hear her. <laughs> Which, I mean, again, yeah. in this logic, it's like this this force could just cut out all of her screams, basically, from them. Yeah. I know they're at least a, a room away because, like, I remember they when they run back, like, they have to go through another room. But they're somewhere. Natalie goes back. Oh, uh, yeah. Then, uh, they might be, like, in the back bedroom. Yes, I feel like they're still in that house because I feel like they. I remember, I remember them cut. running through the hall now. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll let you tell Natalie's. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> so, so Natalie runs in to get sugar and water, and she hears Mia. First of all, she hears something. Turns around, Mia's gone. Mia's been around them kind of this whole time. She's like been locked in the basement. I think they nailed it shut. Yeah. Or was that after Natalie gets hit? Actually, I think it's after, because <clears throat> I think she just had that lock on the door. That's how she just broke out. Not sure. Um, but anyway, Natalie's getting water and sugar. It's locked somehow, or it's nailed shut, whichever one. But then she looks back, and she hears the basement door open, and then the door to, I think it's the cabin, or um, David and Eric just slam shut and lock. She's like, what's going on here? And Mia, she hears Mia's actual voice saying like, you know, what's going on? Like, why does my leg yeah. hurt? Natalie, are you there? She walks over, sees Natalie, tur- or, sorry, sees Mia at the bottom step, turned around, shaking. She's like, I don't, I don't understand what's going on. You know, my leg hurts. Why is my leg hurt so bad? Like, I need help. And he's like, oh, you, you went out of control. We had to do something like, you know, we're going to get you some help. Everything's going to be okay. And like Natalie gets closer. And she's like, I just don't understand what's going on. And then as she gets closer, she hears me say like, he's not going to stop until he's got all of you. <laughs> That's freaking like exorcist <laughs> voice, but whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, Natalie runs back out, crawls back out. And uh, as she gets out, she like stops, of course, at the very like top step, like right after she gets to it, she gets dragged back under, and you think that'd be it, but then she like wakes up under there, on the steps, because she hit her head, mm-hmm. and uh, like Mia's like in that dead look, that zombie look she has. She's like crawling up to her, licking her leg. She goes higher up her up the stairs, and she uh, 
me, Natalie's trying to grab whatever she can, and she sees a box cutter, and she grabs the box cutter and is uh, like waving it around, like she can't barely reach <laughs> Mia. And uh, eventually, Mia just grabs a box cutter and like licks it with her tongue and cuts her, slices her tongue, like like slices in half. It's like, <laughs> and yeah. like freaking has a kiss tongue now. And then she like, she's like, kiss me, and like vomits all over um, Natalie's mouth as she's yeah, that's that's gross. Doing it's like, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> she's like vomit kissing her, and um, then she bites her hand. And infects her, mm-hmm. and she she gets out at that point. Like David, D- David and Eric and... come out, and because they hear her screaming, they come out and see her, and like, no, 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 not yet. She gets out. No, David pulls her out. Just David. Yeah. Okay, you might be right because it doesn't make any sense her getting out any other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because David opens it up, and like the light kind of distracts Mia, and he pulls Natalie out. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I got confused for a second, and then. David and Eric are somewhere. Where are they at? Because they're like, I guess they're gone again. Like I think this is. I kind of was. We were talking at this point, and I think I got distracted a little bit and yeah, take notes. The, I think this is where Eric told David, like, I did something bad. Yeah, he's like, I, like I let something evil loose or something. He's like, you're just protecting yourself against Olivia. He's like, no. He's like, I read in it something that brought this evil on us. Um, and uh, but like. Natalie's in the kitchen, like squeezing out pus and blood from uh. the hand that was bitten, and she's um she's like watching as her hand starts to get more and more infective as David and Eric are talking, and eventually it kind of like creeps up and and then Natalie's like sitting on the floor and want, like her arm just gets more and more infected. It looks honestly like you know some kind of flesh eating disease going up her arm. Yeah, and then she like grabs uh, the is it what are those knives called? Like the automatic the meat slicer, meat slicer knife, like thing. And Mia's like, don't do it, don't cut it off. And she's <laughs> yeah. like, if you like, cuts her own arm off, and she gets almost all of it off. But then she like reaches mm. the very last bit of flesh. She's like, ah, screams, and then Eric and David come rushing in there. Yeah. Um, and as they're rushing in, they're like, they the lights are just go out. And they see, like, go in there. Natalie's standing. She's like, I had to do it. And then her arm just falls off to the yeah, floor. And I'm it's like, pretty gross. That's where I would vomit everywhere. Yeah. All over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, so da- David is, or yeah, Eric's telling David, like, she has to be cleansed and purified. But basically, we have to kill me, is what he's saying. Like, there's only three ways to do it. Yeah. Um, he calls, Eric calls David a coward because, like, you won't do it. He's like, you won't. You know, you, you know what we need to do, and you're just refusing to do it, and you're a coward for it. But then um, Natalie, not not feeling too good, kind of has yeah. become possessed. And she's, like, standing behind them with a nail gun and shoots, like, one. She starts shooting a few at them and uh, shoots uh, some into David, yeah. into his knee, and then shoots a mm. bunch into Eric. Like, <laughs> yeah all over him like almost gets his chest David just like out of the way and then three or four things happen here with this, these three characters I'm trying to remember which one happens first she shoots the nail gun she shoots the nail gun at Eric Eric is like getting attacked yeah <laughs> like he has like nails all over him and his face and his body and his chest almost in his heart but he dodges it by sticking his hand in the way 
David tackles her when he finally gets the the limp knee to start working again. Yeah. And uh, as he's laying on the ground, like Eric's like, take the gun before she can, because she disappears. And as mm-hmm. he's reaching for it, he sees Natalie in the TV screen, um, or in the reflection, with a crowbar, and she starts beating his arm, which is absolutely, I don't know why, but it like freaks me out. The way they out. filmed this part is like, it's so... Blunt... Blunt trauma to me is like worse than getting sliced. I feel like now, which is weird because I hate yeah. the thought of being cut. Oh, but like blunt trauma. Oh my gosh, that sounds so much worse. Just the way it's like beating because there's nothing to get cut into, so it's just forcing its way into whatever it's hitting. <laughs> right, like it doesn't have an opening, so it makes its own. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, which makes it so much worse because it can cause so much more damage. I feel like, um, and not as quickly. Um, but. Eric shoots the nail gun at her because he, again, it's like back and forth between these three. And she starts going toward Eric and starts slamming the crowbar into him. First into his hand, which breaks it apart. And then like into his head like three or four times and about to do the killing Mm -hmm. blow when David gets the shotgun, shoots her arm off. Yeah. And is about to shoot her again. She turns back into Natalie. She's like, David? What's happening? Why do, my face hurts. She has like nails all over her face because she was shooting herself with a nail gun as David and Eric were talking before. And she's like, "What is? where's my arms? <laughs> I, can't, I can't live without my arms, David. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then she like crawls over to him and like she's still in her human form. I expected her to turn and like bite him. And she like crawls into his lap and just dies. Yeah. And like Eric just starts laughing, not in an evil way. He's just like this crazy, insane, like, oh, like, like I can't believe what's happening. We're screwed. Laugh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so at this point, David's like, all right, it's, it's over. We're going to, we're going to do this. So he pours, pours gasoline everywhere is about to like end it. And then yeah. something, something kicks in his head. He's like, I'm going to try and bring Mia back again. Cause that's a good idea. <laughs> Like it's 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 not a bad it's not a good idea to just burn the house and li- get the heck out of here while we can. It's a better idea to try and make a defibrillator out of a battery, a couple of needles, and some jumper cables. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know where he gets the idea from either. I guess he thinks he can bury me alive and bring her back to life front with the defibrillator, and her so her soul will be returned to her. Yeah. Because she will be purified. Right. He goes down to the basement with the... Is it the crowbar or the shotgun? Is that first? Yeah. Is it? Before what? Before he buries her. Well, he has to go get her. Oh, yeah. Okay, now I remember what happens. Okay. So, yeah, he goes down the basement and... This is kind of like Evil Dead 2 as well, where Ash has yeah. to go to the basement to get the pages of Necronomicon mm-hmm. so he can uh, return to evil. Right. And he can't really find her anywhere, and he goes through that one door where yeah. they found the, you know. The nice uh, little lovely. hole in the wall. You yeah. Know, with all the stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, she just, like... I can't remember exactly, but I think she just, like, appears behind him and, like... Typical. You know, like, starts throwing him around the room and whatnot. Tossing hands, yeah. Yeah. Throwing hands at him. Uh Uh-huh. Going ham on him. (laughs) Then she throws him into, like, this 
what what is that in the corner? It's just like a little like tub of like a stone like little cubby or something. I have no of, idea. And yeah, she tries to drown him in this little puddle, and she stops for some reason. And David gets up and sees Eric with the crowbar. Yeah, and he knocked her out. Knocks you know? her out. And then he just, I guess, dies from his wounds. Yeah, he's just like, okay, last energy. I'm out of, uh, I'm out of. Yeah, he's like blood loss. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. <laughs> See, ya. I'm out. I, I'm a die. Yeah, I, I'm a die. <laughs> what? So then, yeah, David takes Mia outside and begins to bury her. But then she is surprise alive. Yeah. Air quotes. Yeah. And she's doing the fake, like, David, like, what are you doing, David? <laughs> why, why am I being buried alive? Like, why, why is there a bag on my head, David? He's like, you're not, you're not me. Why do you hate me, David? <laughs> yeah, and then she just goes from like, help me to like, why do you hate me? What did I do? Why, 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 why do you hate me? Why didn't you come see her mom when she was dying in the hospital, you little freak? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's kind of like goes basically from pulling on his emotions to uh, tugging on his guilt. And yeah. He buries her anyway. And, um, okay. Now that I'm, I'm starting to realize why he put a bag on her head. Oh, so the, the dirt, dirt and stuff. Wouldn't wouldn't yeah. Kill her. That makes sense. <laughs> David's smarter than I thought. Yeah. They had Ziploc bags in that cabin. <laughs> I guess. Found the last good Ziploc. Oh my God. The zips broke on it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> well, we don't have uh, to do. <laughs> yeah, he does bury her alive. Yeah. And then, like, the fire, like, the darkness goes out. Like, the fire on trees, like, that goes out. It's like, oh, that must be a sign that she's, like, she's ready. Like, yeah. <laughs> just hear the oven ding. <laughs> ding. <laughs> Cake's done. So yeah. he um, unburies her, deburies, I guess unburies, yeah. He unburies her and he does a defibrillator like three times, keeps doing it. She just doesn't come back. Mm-hmm. Runs out of juice on the battery. He's like, oh. But her like face is returned normal. He's like, she's at peace. And he walks away yeah. to the cabin and then Mia's standing up behind him, just didn't hear her get up. Didn't didn't hear her stand. Didn't hear anything. She's just literally standing. Yeah, and which makes me a little suspicious. That yeah. I'm like, hmm, is like, that really her? That was another like film choice. Yeah. Which, again, as illogical as it sound, it may sound is decently done here. Yeah. Um, and as he like gets up there like talking, she's like, "You didn't. You promised you'd stay until the end, like you said. Thank you." And she's actually Mia. She's not a zombie anymore. Um, or possessed. And so he's like, okay, I'm going to go get the car keys. Goes inside and gets stabbed in the neck by Eric's zombie corpse now. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, like literally can't <laughs> breathe now. He like gives the keys to Mia. He's like, get out of here. Get out of here. Go. Shuts yeah. the door. Does a nice little swift kick to get the shotgun into his hand because like <laughs> one miss and you're, you're pretty much screwed because Eric's just coming toward him. Yeah. And instead of shooting Eric, which probably would have killed him by the way like we've seen it happen i mean i don't know maybe not but uh, yeah he wanted to i guess make sure burn everything to purify it yeah he uh 
shoots the gasoline can and blows up the mm-hmm. house and catches everything on fire. Yeah. And then Mia's the last survivor, but Eric mentioned something earlier in the movie about like the taker of souls needs five souls to resurrect himself or something. Yeah. So he had Mia first because technically he got her soul, I guess. Then he got Olivia. Then he got Natalie. Then he got Eric. And now he finally technically does get David. So he gets his five souls. So now this like deadite girl, the one from the past comes out of the ground. Who's completely naked. Just disclaimer here. Um, but she's like zombie looking, so it's obviously you know makeup and stuff. Still disclaimer, I'm. You well, only see one. You see it like once. Like it's chasing Mia. Mia goes into the jeep to try and get away. It touches her and burns her, and she tries to get out of the side of the jeep. Crawls through the hole where the dog was found under the shed. Sees the girl again. Gets in the shed and it's like looking around. Sees a machete, but then just jumps one. A shelf down and sees a chainsaw and of course she grabs the chainsaw which okay but of course it won't start so yeah I don't know why you would personally I would have grabbed the machete see we've seen that I feel like we see that in like something another there's another horror movie it might be Evil Dead there's a couple I remember there's like a choice between a chainsaw and like a machete or something and they choose the other one and then the the demon gets the the whatever the, the chainsaw Oh, well. So, I mean, it's like, I guess it's kind of like choose your weapon kind of thing, because they're going to get the other one more than likely. So, but because the chainsaw's out of gas, you think, you would think like, I mean. The demon's not going to like take time to. And maybe it would magically start, but it'd be hilarious seeing that demon try to put gas on that. <laughs> yeah, like, hang on one second. I got to mix the oil yeah, in. Yeah, like literally gets like a, <laughs> a mason jar, like, hold on. Okay, let me just put this yeah, in Okay, here. this is or, one, one eighth oil this one yeah. yeah let's mix this up shake it up real cast. good you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> like hold, hold on hold on oh, i mixed it up wrong gotta try again oh, okay smoking too much i put too much oil okay. <laughs> yeah let me sharpen this real quick <laughs> it's sharpening the chase like, okay yeah takes the like freaking bar out and like <laughs> cleaning like, the inside literally like puts a whole new chain on it uh Puts yeah. it on backwards, has to flip it around. <laughs> oh man, it won't cut now. Okay, just take the chain off the chainsaw. What can, what can she do then? I mean, bash her head with it, but still. <laughs> yeah, but why you, does she use it? Oh, well, never mind. Well, anyway, um, she gets the chainsaw and like <laughs> Mia gets the chainsaw. Like, put she gets the gas in it, starts it up, but then the girl shows up. She hides behind a nook or something in the wall. There's like this small space between yeah. like a shelf and the actual wall of the shed. She's like squeezing behind it. Reminds me a lot of Last Shift when the girl's oh, in between yeah. the bookcase. Uh-huh. Um, but then, like, machete starts going through, which is, you know, you expect it. And uh, eventually, oh, man, it Ooh. cuts into her knee. And I'm like, Ugh! That's rough. She's never going to walk again, right? I'm like, nope. Oh, no. Ugh. Like, my knees are already bad. They pop every time I, like, bend down. Mm, so I can't yeah. imagine having them sliced over. Oh, my gosh. Like your kneecap slapped mm. into. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-mm-mm. You, mm, David. You, mm. demon girl. <laughs> um, but she ends up busting out of the shed, Mia does, and uh, takes the chainsaw and hides under the Jeep. Is the chainsaw started at this point? Like, yeah. She, demon girl knows, I, I, I guess. Because there's no way she started that chainsaw under the Jeep in time to cut that girl. So she's under the Jeep with the chainsaw. We'll assume it started. Demon girl walks up well, to the jeep and then she cuts her leg. Cuts the demon girl's leg off. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. One or both of them. Both of them. Both of them. Cuts both her legs off. She's like, ah, like, she's like, yeah, take it. And so she's like, <laughs> and so she like, Mia goes out the other side of the Jeep and this demon girl literally on the ground just lifts the Jeep up like freaking, mm-hmm. you know, one arms this Jeep into the air and like flips yeah. it over on Mia. Happens to only grab her hand because um, she rolls out of the way, but it's it's crushed. It's gone at this point. And yeah. Demon girl's like crawling around. She's like, you're not going to take me. And instead of cutting it off, which I feel like would be a little faster, you know, she decides to just rip it straight off. Which, yeah. Come on. Come on. At this point, we, I mean, we've seen it. Like, we saw an arm fall off. We saw a girl cut her face open. Yeah. You're not ripping your whole arm off. No matter how, especially this girl, no matter how much adrenaline she has, like. That, that'd be rough, yeah. But she does. <laughs> and uses the chainsaw. And like, she's like, she's like, I'm going to feast on your soul. And like. Mia's like feast on this and like sticks the chainsaw in between her mouth and like cuts her in half that her head in half yeah so it's like a like a whole minute of her just sawing into her body like for a whole minute it's like it's like ah. yeah and by the way the entire time it's absolutely pouring blood yes how did I forget like literally before this (laughs) demon girl shows up Mia picks up the necklace that her brother gave her and a blood drop drops on it and it starts pouring blood for this whole scene yeah so it's raining blood yep and Mia kills this demon girl did not dismember her technically I mean I guess you don't have to fully cut off her arms she didn't really cut off her head she just cut it in half just saying yeah but but really um, her arms were still still there that's that's part of the that's part of the there's five things there's five things legs arms head yeah yeah like you, you burn them alive. Which they didn't really do any of this right. No, maybe the burial thing they did right, but like they didn't burn her at the stake. They just burned everything. I mean, just interesting, you know, modern adaptation, I guess. Yeah, you know, um, but it works apparently. And Demon Girl soaks into the ground as Mia walks off, um, and the sun starts to shine, and uh, then it yep. shows the Necronomicon. And then it slams shut, and it—that's the movie. That's the Evil Dead. Yeah. Of course. Then there's the after credit scene, where you hear Noby, uh, or you hear a recording, which is definitely Noby. It says, "Those things that are in the forest, I don't know what they are, but soon, they will be coming for me." And then you see Bruce's face go, groovy. Yeah, he's just <laughs> love Bruce Campbell. Yeah. And that was the new Evil Evil Dead. Dead. All right, well, let's move on to our likes, or sorry, tastes and distastes of this movie. Uh, Likes and dislikes, if you will. Um, I didn't explain at the beginning, but after feasting on the movie, we like to do our taste and distaste, favorite portion of the meal or favorite moment, and then we finish off with what we call the tip and our segment, Check Please, where we talk about our final takeaway of this movie as well as the final score, which we will add up um, into five different categories this time, actually, but we'll get to that here in a moment. 
Jake, would you like to go first with your first taste of this movie? What was a good taste for you? A good taste would be the like the overall well, all the homages to the original and mm. the yeah. I think they did a pretty good job at remaking this movie. Yeah. It's yeah. I think they did a swell job. Okay. Nice. Yeah. One of the things about this movie I really liked was the characters, not necessarily them themselves, but what the, not what they were, but what they weren't, if that makes sense. This is a fairly quick movie, if you're thinking about it, like from just a yeah. character perspective. It, there's not much character development at all. Um, it's really all about gore. Like, you see what this movie's about from the beginning. Yeah. But these characters aren't given, like, they give you a hint of, like, oh, here's going to be this drama between Olivia and Natalie because they both like David. But there's not mm-hmm. none of that ever. It's like a quick moment and it's gone. So there isn't like this moment where like, oh man, these people deserve to die because they're a bunch of stupid teenagers in the woods. They make some stupid decisions, but they're not your typical slasher horror movie characters for the most part. Yeah, you never like really want any of them to die. Yeah, You don't get to know them very well, but you do get a little bit of attachment to Mia. And then because you think, oh, she's the main character and she is, but she's first the first one taken. So it's yeah. like, okay, when that happens, it's like, okay, wow, this this has taken a dark turn if you don't know what's going to happen after. Um, so it kind of gives you some interesting some interest into like what's going to happen to the rest of them. So I did like the fact that they didn't make these characters hateable, if you will. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's a second dis- or taste for you? A second taste? Yes. For me is the violence. The violence. I enjoy the violence. The violence, or would you specify gore? Specifically, yeah. I guess okay. the, the gore. Yeah. That was good. The effects in this movie, to me, are really well done. Okay. I, I enjoy them. Yeah, that will def- that's going to be one of the um, one of the portions of the tip that we look at for yeah. our final score. So Okay. Um, my, I, I would agree with you that I did like some of the ways some of the action sequences what I can say like um, with the gore with the violence some of that was very well done very nice um, and very gross because it was like oh it made me cringe <laughs> made me want to look away that's yeah. decent if you're going to do that in a horror movie but a second taste for me would be I like the um, I also like the homages I also like the violence but I don't want to I will say, because I like those, I don't want to take anything you said. I like to think of something different. Um, I, I did like the more... I like the twist that Mia is a good... Like, she, she ends up making it. Right. Um, I don't like how they did it. Because when I remembered in my head, I thought, there's an incantation that they use. I thought that was it. It's not. I was wrong. But... I wish they would have done something like that, but I did like how they did that with Mia, that they brought her back and hate that she's the last only one that lived. I thought David made it out, but it, it's a it's a horror movie, so gotta expect that final girl to be be the only one sometimes. So But I did like that they yeah. brought Mia back. I like that twist. Mm-hmm. And how they did it. They made you think she was a deadite. Which that effect where they pan back and she's just standing there like, Oh, she she's a bad guy. But it's also like the Natalie thing where it's like, Oh, she's a bad guy, she's gonna turn. But she doesn't, you know, and neither does uh, like me is safe at this point, yeah, and becomes our uh, big action hero. All right, Jake, what's a distaste for you in this movie? 
Okay, a distaste. Well, to be honest with you. Be honest with me, Jake. You can be honest. Here at Feast of Film, we are mm. open, we are honest, and we are trustworthy. So be open with okay. me here. Yeah. You can open up like a book, like like mm. uh, every man meal. Is that what they're called? What? Those like frozen TV dinners. You can open up like a kids' cuisine, like a like a like, like a, a chicken TV pot dinner? pie. What? Like you can open up to me like a hot pocket in the microwave, bursting open with its insides. With its cold inside and really hot at outside. <laughs> yes. <laughs> bursting through the sides, but literally still cold on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was very fond of the acting, especially some of the line delivery. Yeah. I have to agree with you there. Um, yeah, because what we can, we'll talk more about it when we get into acting, but yeah, I mean, sometimes it felt like they were trying too hard. It never felt like they weren't trying, but sometimes it felt like, oh, you were just trying way, it's way too little, hard right here. A little much. Especially Mia trying yeah. to be this like possessed. Before she got actually possessed. Like when yeah. she was like trying to freak out, like there's just something about it. And then sometimes the look she gave him, it was like, okay, like, and maybe it was just the orange eyes. The orange eyes threw me off. But anyone with those orange eyes, I was like, okay, except for Eric. Eric pulled him off well. But the rest of them, I was like, I don't know. This just doesn't feel right. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. look... N- it, I mean, it's not supposed to look natural, but it doesn't look natural. <laughs> um, One distaste for me, I'm going to say it might be sort of the overuse of gore. Okay. Not that they used gore... Because gore is fine, especially in movies like this with me. Like, okay, I get it. You need gore in these movies. You do. But, like, the overuse, like, it was almost like Evil Dead, Old Evil Dead. I think it was homage to it. Just how much they wanted to pour blood, like vomiting blood, raining blood, blood pouring out of their arms and out of their hands as, you know, they're bleeding to death. Like, I get it. It's blood. It's it's happening. And it looks almost like tomato juice. But... (laughs) Yeah. Especially when she was vomiting. Mia yeah, was that vomiting didn't on look like... I was like, that's not... That looks nothing like... I mean, not that I know. Or what, it, it's just like that kind of gross, like, throw up mixed with blood. So I yeah. guess it kind of maybe would look like that. Maybe. But it just didn't feel like it was like... Like, open her mouth. Like, it was like, okay. Okay. Whatever. Um, This is just... This is just... Try, you're just trying to be like this gore fest at this point. And I just... I never appreciate... I really just don't like it when a movie's just like, okay, we're going to choose all the gore. It's like, no, have purpose for it. You know? Yeah. I feel like uh, Drag Me to Hell was more like that, but like with vomit. Was it vomit? Yeah. It wasn't as much used it. gore, but it was like, it was Gross. Sam Raimi trying to be super cartoony. This movie was taking itself much more seriously. But yeah. Uh, what was the second distaste for you, Jake? I don't like all of the characters that much. I can understand that. I, I can't really pick one like it's my favorite. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really I'm not yeah. attached to any of them or You really just, Olivia and Natalie, you barely get to know at all. Natalie especially, like you just Okay, yeah, I guess my thing would be there's no character development. Yeah. That's yeah. the And this is an hour and a half movie, so it's like I mean you might have to put it two hours to give it like a little bit more at the beginning than just a quick exposition of Even why they're like there. Even like 15 more minutes would be. Yeah, just to give them some like mm-hmm. more time before stuff hits the fan. Yeah. 
Because it got pretty real real quick. Yeah, like it started pretty fast. Um, and that, I think that was part of this movie, just like trying to be like Evil Dead. Like Evil Dead 2, like literally, it was like, mm-hmm. hey, this stuff happened in the first movie. Now we're coming back to this movie again because it's kind of a remake. Not really, but because we lost the footage from the first movie. All right, let's do this. <laughs> and then like Ash is just at the cabin again. His like, girlfriend dies immediately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can understand that. Uh, my second distaste would probably be the biggest thing about this movie was some of the like cinematic stuff and like again the it feels like the plot is there to convenience the gore and the violence yeah. and the homages. Mm-hmm. Um, it does decently well. It's just I don't know. I feel like it goes a little much. Yeah, I feel like you if you take out some of the gore and take out the Necronomicon, this could be just a random scary random slasher. Yeah, supernatural. You know. I do appreciate all the homages and stuff, but I don't know. It, I felt like it was a little rushed. Like this movie was rushing. A yeah, bit. it does feel like it went by really fast. Um, um, and of course, though, when you know you have these scenes where it's trying to jump scare you seventeen times and it never <laughs> does because it's literally doing fake outs all the time, that kills me in a movie. I'm like, come on, like do it once, okay. Do it twice, okay. You better try and scare me on the third time, or I'm done. Like I don't care. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But All right, let's move on to our favorite moment of this movie, Jake. Mm, okay. Um, do you have yours ready? Uh yeah. Okay. Give me just a second. I'll go first on this one. My favorite moment in this movie would probably be I really I mean I'll be honest the acting was a little iffy but Mia was definitely my favorite character. Um I did appreciate her acting when she, before she was possessed at all like kind of the feeling withdrawals feeling like that felt more real to me. I mean I don't know what that looks like actually but in movie logic that felt more real. If that makes sense. I do appreciate See, that's the bad thing about this movie, and it's, I think we talked about this before with, like, Ouija Origin of Evil, which is our mm-hmm. most listened-to podcast, by the way. Really? Like, 30-something listens. But still, we have, like, over 500 listens total. But, um, yeah, I, this movie, it's hard. It doesn't stand out much, besides the gore. I, I would say, I don't know why, right now, right now, and I don't think it is my favorite scene moment, but I do like the smile that Mia gives David when the fl- flood is crossing the river. That is a pretty cool little. That little, and it's not even a full smile. Creepy. It's just a just slight a grin. grin. Yeah, and he's just like, "What the heck's going on?" Like, and she's just like, "You know what's about to happen." Foaming at the mouth, skulls on her face, like, mm, "It's coming." Yeah. Um. That. Or I mean, if we count it, then definitely the very, very after credit scene with Bruce, because I love Bruce okay. Campbell, and the. And Dr. Nobi. What about you? For me, is the whole demon coming out of the ground. That whole that fight whole, scene. Uh, yeah. That's like probably my... Climactic sequence. Mm-hmm. I can understand. It's very like, thrilling and, you know. Mm-hmm. Definitely is the probably one of the best parts of, of the film as far as like the violence goes. I really did oh, yeah. like it. I liked Mia fighting. Like I wish we could have seen more of that in this film. Yeah. I mean, what, what could she be fighting? 
Um, I thought there was actually more deadites out there. I thought she was like going to go through. An, from what I remember, for some reason, I thought she like goes through like five or six of them, like cuts them all up with the chainsaw, but it's just the one, which makes more yeah. sense. It's more in in line with the movie. Yeah. You know, if she had to like, fight like an army, that's like old style Evil Dead, like mm-hmm. Army of Darkness. We'll get there on the third Evil Dead sequel of this one. <laughs> Well, we have, gosh, I have to take this. We have stepped away from the table and, uh, oh, there is this book in front of us. Let me just read a little mm. bit from it. Oh, wait, but oh, first you gotta, you gotta, gotta take the trash bag off. Oh yeah. Okay. Let me just cut off this barbed wire. You need some wire cutters for yeah, that yeah, barbed yeah. wire. Can you hear me? The wire cutters behind you. Sure. Beside the fork. Okay. Yeah, there you, there go. you go. Okay. Thanks. I'm just snipping through here. Snip there. Take off the trash bag. Open her. Oh. Cut my finger. Oh, man. Can you hand me that Band-Aid right beside the knife? Yeah, I hate paper cuts. Here you go. Thanks. Wrap that around the finger. Oh, let me read this. Sundo mangavi suno fistiato. (laughs) Checo, please. (laughs) Checos pliviasis. Yeah, Yeah, I just summoned a demon. Okay. Okay, yep. That's, mm, yeah. So uh, now this demon girl's coming up to us, and she's like, can I take a check, please? (laughs) Or, yeah, would you like a check, please? Yeah, yeah we're, we're going with that. I've decided now, just the first time, whatever I do the first time, that's it. Like, I'm just, I can't, I can't keep doing yeah. it because I've done them like <laughs> six times before, not got it right. So, yeah, we're going with that. Checko, check obvious, please, please, the obvious, obvious, whatever I said. Please, the obvious. Yes, please, office. <laughs> Sounds like a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Chekhov's plebeiasvius. That's just a T Rex. <laughs> it's just a giant, what? it's just a giant waitress. Wow. <laughs> it's just a T Rex in a waitress uniform. Like I'm working for four fifty an hour plus tips, pops. What do you need? I'm just picturing like a freaking what is the long necks called? Bronchiosaur? Yeah, I'm just picturing one Something of them. Like Brachiosaur? With like a cigarette in its mouth. It's like has a notepad up. And it's just like working for three fifty plus tips, babe. It's like I get off in thirty minutes. I need to know what you want. <laughs> Alright. Uh Jake, what was your final takeaway from this movie? That uh, I don't really need to watch any gory movies for a while. You caught your fill? Yeah, I got my fill. This gorometer is full. Yeah, it's 11 out of 10. Nice. I actually do have a final takeaway that might actually be short this time because my final takeaways are always super long and I always have <laughs> to try to explain them, which makes them longer. My final takeaway from this movie, because mm-hmm. I think I really know what I, my big takeaway is that this movie is a good homage to The Old Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's trying too hard to do that. Yeah. And so it hurts the movie as a whole. Okay. Hurts yeah. the movie as a whole because it's trying to be too gory, too uh, shocking. Yeah. So it makes it more generic. Mm-hmm. If you didn't call this the Evil Dead and you took away, like, the few minor details that yeah. would make you think it's the Evil yeah, Dead. The cabin. It would just be You're just, any old yeah. horror movie. Yeah, and I think I said that earlier too. Like, it just feels like an old horror movie. Yeah. Or, and it feels like a new style. Right, just, you know, I mean, but I mean, generic, like, yeah. This 2010 to 20, like, 2000, 
19 style of kind of like trying to bring shock value, trying to scare you a lot with jump scares. I feel like that was done a lot in that area, that range. Oh, yeah. You got a lot of movies looking at like you, Conjuring does that a lot. The Conjuring is pretty bad for jump scares. Yeah, Those kinds of movies do that a lot. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this movie was trying to do that same thing. Okay. Well, let's move on to our final score. Jake, we're going to be looking at five categories here. Acting. Story. Effects. Spookiness. And then enjoyment. Effects are practical okay. and special. So gore, uh, special effects as well. Um, enjoyment is just overall how you felt about the movie watching it right now. Uh, I think everything else is pretty self-explanatory. Spookiness, okay. obviously, is like how spooky was it this time? I'll start us off with story. And if you don't know how this works, we're going to give our um, a portion uh, is basically what each of these are going to be, these categories. And then we're going to divide them by five because we have five categories. So we're going to add all these scores up for each of these and then divide them by five to get our final score or the tip, what we will be leaving this film or the movie. I guess the people who made this film, like what we leave them since they kind of prepared this feast for us. That makes more sense. Yeah. All right. For story, it's it's getting... I really enjoyed the aspect of, like, they're not out there to party. They're out there for a Mia. But that's kind of... And that's kind of, like, why they have to stay there. It's getting a five and a half for me, though, because it just doesn't... It's not super great compelling. And then, like, that teeters off the more it's like, well, we just can't leave now. We've got to kill Mia. <laughs> and, like, that's... I feel like story goes out the window a little bit of, like... Yeah. From... Yeah. Kind of from Mia getting possessed, like fully possessed, after the water washes away, to David trying to bring her back. I feel like the the story in between that is then just trying to survive and get out of there and figure out what to do, and they just can't figure out what to do, so they're just trying to... Whoever's getting stabbed, whoever's getting killed, they're trying to keep them alive. <laughs> you know, so I feel like yeah. the story get, takes a back seat. I just don't appreciate that too much. Um, yeah. And I'm trying to give score. I'm trying to give movies lower scores, more realistic scores because of uh, the score I gave Valentine's Day. So Valentine's Day changed my mind like about every movie. Really? Yeah. Have you, you haven't been on God since I watched Lee. Valentine's Day, did did you? Like uh, I gave no. it a six. Okay. And that movie deserved a three to a four. And I was upset that I gave it a six. So I'm like, I'm I'm okay, done. So you're I'm done high valuing movies. Like okay, I'm, I'm lowballing nice, it. Like yeah. you're. Yeah. Done being generous. Yeah, I'm going to try to be less generous now with my scores. Yeah, I'm going to try to, too. <laughs> we should all try to be less generous. <laughs> <laughs> Joke. Okay, go ahead, story. Yeah. Story, yeah. I know what you mean. It kind of like, after the first 20, 25 minutes, it just kind of like teeters off and just starts down the gore path yeah. of just just shocking scene after shocking scene mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and doesn't really like, you know, progress. Yeah. The, it kind of just stops. So I'd give it a five. Next is acting. Jake, why don't you go first on this one? Acting. Since you kind of pointed it out, let mm-hmm. you give your little explanation. Okay. Yeah. Um, none of the characters blew me away with oh, their, that sounds like something I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like didn't blow me away. Didn't blow ten as you blew me out of the water. The yeah. quote, the quote last year. Ten shift. is like, ten is like Heath Ledger, Dark Knight to me. Yeah. You, you know, you really, yeah. One would be like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mister Freeze. 
Okay. No, that's not a one. He's he's probably like a five because he's funny. Like, but what would be a one? I mean, I wouldn't say even Fear Inc's not a one. I mean, it's they it's, it's really hard to find a one actor. The Bros in the Box movie. Okay, Carl from Bros in the Box. That was more like a two actually. But anyway. Okay. Yeah, but the room. I just <laughs> none of the characters really did it for me. Mm. I didn't really connect with any of them cuz yeah. again there was no, you know, build up or yeah. much storytelling to give me any reason to pull for them. Right. So yeah, I'd give the acting five and a half. Five and a half. Wow. I, was, I was thinking four. I was like he's going to he's going to give it a four. No, it's not that bad. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's that bad either. I'm actually going to give it a six. Um, okay. Because I don't something about Mia, and maybe it's the fact that I thought she was cute. I don't know. But <laughs> literally, though, there was something about like not even while she was possessed, but like before and then after she got done. Like, I liked her acting, even though she did have some of the uh, not good great moments either. Mm-hmm. Um, Natalie was like a super sweet girl. But like overly sweet, like like overly after all the stuff that just mm-hmm. happened, she's like, which I guess she hadn't seen any of it, but still, you gotta be kind of cautious. Like you don't just go downstairs. Yeah. Um, I guess that's more story, but anyway, um, I thought David did pretty well. Eric did pretty well most times. Sometimes his lines felt pretty flat, but right. I think they're worthy of a six. Okay. You know they did they did well, especially doing dead eye acting, zombie acting as well, possession. Mm-hmm. So, got to give them that as well. So six yeah. for me. Okay. I feel like I should give them. I'll give it a six and a half. I'll give them an extra point five. <laughs> I talked myself into it. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Oh, sorry. What's effects. <laughs> yeah. Effects. Sorry. Okay. Effects next. <laughs> or here, I, let me. Well, yeah, let me do effects. Go ahead. Yeah. Since we'll we'll just trade off. Um, I'll give effects. I just was not a fan of the gore. And during like some of the super, I don't know if you noticed it during like when they were vomiting a lot or they were stabbing, I, I, maybe I'm just now noticing it or maybe it was just kind of more noticeable. I saw like the jerky looked like an animatronic or something like reaction, like the vomiting on people. Like obviously that was like a hose behind mm-hmm. somebody or, um, right. stuff like that. Now practical, like the makeup and stuff fantastic oh yeah um but some of the other stuff six and a half again okay um just because again i think they ever did it with the gore and stuff and it didn't look all that real but still it was decent and i feel like i can give it a little bit higher there because we are doing five categories so there's going to be a little bit more taken off with the division Mm -hmm. not trying to give this movie a bad score i'm just trying to be realistic with my expectations of what i actually think yeah. Jake. Okay. Well, that was kind of the driving point of this movie to me. Yeah, I would agree with that. So, I enjoyed it. Like I said, if I wanted to see a gory movie, this would be something I would pick. So, give it a seven and a half. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 mean, I can't disagree with you there. Because, especially the, uh, yeah, like you said, the makeup and stuff. Like her arm mm-hmm. and all yeah, that. Yeah, that looked really good. And the, um, yeah, they're just their face, like 
Mia's when she's possessed and stuff, yeah. all that, the eyes and everything is really well done. Yep. So yeah. All right. Seven and a half. Jake, what would you give the spookiness of this movie? Ooh, the spook. The spook, the scare. The spook. The terror. Okay. Well, if I hadn't seen it before, mm. it would probably be pretty high. Yeah. Like an eight or a nine. Right. But now, watching it again, I'm going to say a five and a half. Mm. Dang. It's lower than me. Really? Yeah, I gave mine a uh, six. The, there, the There's only like two like genuinely terrifying, I guess, moments. One is with Olivia. Like that, that whole scene is pretty, pretty terrifying to me. That's probably the most terrifying moment of the movie. Right. And then maybe, I don't know why, but when Eric is a deadite, when he's just standing there after he stabbed, I don't know why that's so creepy to me. It just is because he doesn't do anything. As yeah. a, he just stands there and stares at you. Yeah. That's so creepy to me. More than her, like <laughs> looking at you, like with her side eye. Yeah. What did you give it again? Five and a half. Five and a half. Wow. You're gonna make me lower my score. I gave it a six. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a five and a half too. Okay. Which is hard because I have to just subtract from my score so I don't lose track of what I'm actually giving it. Five and a half for me, um, because you're right. Like. It didn't, at first it scared me a lot, and then five and a half, because at the beginning, it did start to really scare me, but by the end, I was like, I'm, 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 I've got, I know your tricks. Yeah. You haven't surprised me. You haven't done anything new. It's the same jump scares, the same fake outs, the same, you know, shock value stuff. You, you, you can't surprise me anymore, so. Five and a half, because it got me at the beginning, couldn't get me at the end. Yep. All right, Jake, what about enjoyment? Hmm. Why don't you go first on this one? I will. I will finish this off with enjoyment. Um, as a huge old style Evil Dead Bruce Campbell fan, I had high expectations for this movie when we first watched it. Had mm. decent expectations when we watched it this time for my like second viewing ever, I think. We had fun laughing at it, some of the logic, some of the stuff, talking about it. Yeah. So that helps the score. The movie itself, if I just gave it watching it by myself, it'd probably get like a five. Watching it with you, I'll give it a six. I had a decent time, you know. Mm-hmm. So this is one that you would have more fun watching with someone else. Yeah. It's one of those movies where it's like, okay, you know, it's not, it's a better movie to watch with somebody else, I feel like. Yeah. Especially someone who enjoys horror. Mm-hmm. Or gore. Gorer, if you will. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. What about you? Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's... The movie, like you said, is a little fast-paced, and they try to stuff a whole lot into a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. So it kind of it hurts takes away bit, yeah. the effect of the movie. But overall, I'm going to give it a six and a half. Six and a half? Okay. Six and a half. Yeah, I enjoyed it. All right. All right, well, we'll tally up our scores, divide them by five, and we will have our tip for this movie. And I can start us off here. Since it was your feast to choose, Jake, I gave this movie a six. Did you? I did. 
Did we end up with the same we score? We ended up with the same score. It like happens every single time we're on the podcast together. Yeah. Which, I mean, I think we are both huge fans. I think you actually got me started on Evil Dead as a kid because of the game. Really? I think so. Huh. Um, I jumped into it a little bit more away from you just because I got some of the movies myself, watched them, rented them, mm-hmm. got really into the, the whole thing. But... And then I became a huge Bruce Campbell fan because of Burn Notice because he was a <laughs> regular character on that. And I knew him from yeah. uh, Evil Dead, so it was funny seeing him in a different role. But then re- Ash versus Evil Dead came out, and it like takes all the goofiness from the original Evil Dead, takes all the gore from this and puts it in the TV show. Hmm. Um, okay. With worse effects, for sure, because they're more practical yeah. most of the time. And it's a little bit more... I mean, this movie's pretty vulgar. There's a lot of F-bombs. There's a lot of cussing of sorts. Um, but that one can even take it a little bit further than that usually, which is just more perverse and disgusting, um, because it's trying to be funny. Yeah. But, you know, like I watched that show, some of that show and, uh, forgot where I was going with this. Oh, wow. We gave it the same score. Um, (laughs) I can see us giving the same score. I feel like we had similar feelings about this movie after we watched it. Like it seemed, seems fitting. Yeah. Any last thoughts on the Evil Dead or your hopes for it, this series continuing in the future? If they do, I hope they add more of the comedic element back to it. Because right. this is like a very serious, like no joke. There's, is there one joke in this movie? I mean, if you count some of the like... The banter at the, the beginning. possession, like what they'd be like, come down here so I can oh, that. do stuff to you. Yeah, like... Eh. Like, I feel like that's supposed to be comedic. It's kind of like The Exorcist. Yeah. Where it's supposed to just sound like the I Satan talking. I feel like that's the only jokes that really it gives you. Yeah. I just meant, like, you know how Ash Bruce yeah. Campbell was with his... Has his one wacky mm-hmm. quirk, quirk, quirk quips. I think that's one of the staples of this franchise. Yeah. It so. m- honestly makes Drag Me to Hell, a movie we reviewed earlier, go check yeah. out that podcast, feel more like an Evil Dead movie than this one. Exactly. So. All right. Well, Jake, thanks for coming back on the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll have you on again soon, you and Megan, to uh, watch another movie with us. Maybe one Yeah, that gets a little loony. But until <laughs> then. Oh, my goodness. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, keep feasting. Keep watching. And we'll see you next time on Feast of Film. Bye-bye.